The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Lent is here. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, March 3rd, 2022, the Thursday after Ash Wednesday. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the rosary. And today is the commemoration of St. Catherine Drexel. Born in Philadelphia in 1858, she had an excellent education and traveled widely. As a rich girl, she had a grand debut into society. But when she nursed her stepmother through a three-year terminal illness, she saw that all the Drexel money could not buy safety from pain or death. She was on a European tour and met Pope Leo XIII and asked him to send more missionaries to Wyoming. The Pope replied, why don't you become a missionary? Well, after three and a half years of training, Mother Drexel and her first band of nuns, the Sisters of the Blessed Sacrament for Indians and Colored, opened a boarding school in Santa Fe. A string of foundations followed in all, she established 50 missions for Indians in 16 states. At 77, Mother Drexel suffered a heart attack and was forced to retire. She died at the age of 96 in 1955. St. Catherine Drexel, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for Christians facing new bioethical challenges. May they continue to defend the dignity of all human life with prayer and action. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Perhaps we can begin this time of prayer on the day after Ash Wednesday, just the second day of this Lenten season, by asking our Lord for His grace, for His help to live Lent well. Lord, I need your help to do anything, and I certainly need your help and your grace to have a great Lent, to live my resolutions in a devout way, in a generous way, and to be spiritually awake, Jesus. I want to live Lent in a way that is fully aware of what I'm doing and also why I'm doing it. And in today's gospel, Jesus helps us with this because he reminds us of 
the point of Lent, of what's coming. Jesus said to his disciples, The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Jesus, in very clear terms, you prophesy here and outline for us the Paschal mystery. And Lent is a time of spiritual preparation for that Paschal mystery that we'll celebrate on Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter Sunday. The Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed and on the third day be raised. Jesus, help my Lenten prayer, help my Lenten mortification, my fasting, and help my Lenten charity, my almsgiving, be a great preparation for my soul to be present at the great mysteries of Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter Sunday, the Easter Triduum that we're moving towards throughout Lent. And Jesus, help me to be up for the challenge of a full participation in that mystery, especially in the mystery of the cross. The gospel passage from today's Mass goes on, and Jesus invites each one of us in his or her own life, in our daily life, to participate in the mystery of the cross. Then he said to all, if anyone wishes to come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. What profit is there for one to gain the whole world, yet lose or forfeit himself? And so just after telling us, Jesus, that you will suffer on Good Friday and you will rise again on Easter Sunday, you invite us into that same dynamic of losing ourselves, of dying to ourselves in order to have true life, in order to be born again into the Christian life and ultimately into the resurrected state in heaven. And so Lent is a wonderful opportunity to do this, to take up this daily cross and to experience in our own soul and in our own life how daily self-denial and daily generosity and a more daring plan of life, a more daring prayer life during Lent truly gives us a new life, a new spiritual energy, a new purpose and meaning and sense of the wonder of God and the wonder of our own Christian life. And by doing that ourselves, we come to appreciate all that Jesus has done for us. By taking up our own cross, by not being afraid of suffering, being overly afraid of sacrifice, we see the beauty of Jesus' own sacrifice for us on the cross. It's kind of like people who become parents for the first time. Many times they comment that it gave them a much deeper and a new appreciation for their own parents. Having to care for their own children lit up for them all those years of service and dedication and care that their own parents had had given to them. I had a similar experience on becoming a teacher. I taught for a number of years before becoming a priest. 
and the difficulties of teaching and the dedication that it took and all the flack you get from your students opened my eyes to how much I had taken my own teachers for granted and also filled me with a little bit of contrition for being a class clown and giving people a hard time in class or giving my teachers a hard time. And it will be the same in the Christian life. The more we sacrifice for God, the more we suffer for God, the more we appreciate what Jesus did for us in the agony in the garden, on the cross, on Good Friday, and how wonderful it is that out of love, out of love for God, trusting God the Father, out of love for us, it turned into this wonderful event, the greatest miracle of all times, the resurrection, which is the mode of our own sharing in God's life in heaven. We will be resurrected in heaven if we're saved by Jesus, if we cooperate in our own salvation. So Jesus, we can thank you. We can tell you personally, thank you, Lord Jesus, for suffering for us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for rising again to this new life that you share with us in the church, in the Eucharist, in our soul, in the state of grace, that you'll share with us in a definitive way in heaven. Thank you, Jesus, and give me the courage to follow you. If anyone wishes to come after me, to be my disciple, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. And Jesus, I have to admit that that invitation to a daily cross, a daily overcoming of my fear, a daily tamping down of my temper, a daily self-control of my sensual and egotistical desires and goals. I have to admit, Jesus, that it scares me a little bit that the idea of a daily cross, a daily sacrifice, is a little bit intimidating. And so, Jesus, I ask you for magnanimity, a greatness of soul, that like you, I'd be up for the challenge of daily dedication, of daily sacrifice, of daily generosity. And Jesus, I ask you again, give me the grace to precisely live that daily following of you by taking up my own cross in this Lent, these next 40 days heading into Holy Week and the celebration of the Paschal Mystery. Lord Jesus, I ask for your help that I truly be generous this Lent, that I cut out of my life anything that you need me to cut out, that you want me to cut out, that I learn, Jesus, to depend on you and on God the Father and on God the Holy Spirit and on your mother for my happiness and for my strength. Help me, Jesus, to be brave enough to be less self-reliant, less reliant on my own wisdom, less reliant on my own effort, less reliant on my own providence. Help me, Jesus, like you, you go out into the desert and there's nothing there to rely more radically on God, more radically on grace. We go to Our Lady. All of the graces of our spiritual life come through Our Lady because Jesus Christ himself comes through Our Lady. So we can ask her, Mary, Queen of Heaven, Mary at the foot of the cross, and pray for us, pray for each one of us, 
so that we, like your son, can take up the cross, the cross of love, the cross of dedication, the cross of trust in God, so that like him, we can rise to new life. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Thursday after Ash Wednesday, March 3rd, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this day of prayer joining with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And And my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. O God, be be gracious and and bless us, and and let your face shed its light upon us. So will your ways be known upon the earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With With fairness you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, Harden not your hearts. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God, our Our God, God, has blessed us. May May God still give us his blessing, till the ends of the earth revere him. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. Glory Glory to the the Father, and to the the Son, and and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Today, if you hear the voice of the Lord, harden not your hearts. strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. 
Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my King, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat down our foes. In your name, we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. Their Their own strength could not save them. It was your strength and the light of your face. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Turn Turn back back to the Lord. He He will will not hide his face. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing, and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations you make us a byword, among the peoples a thing of derision. All day long my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame at the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Turn back to the Lord. He will not hide his face. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. Arise, Lord. Do not abandon us forever. This befell us that we had not forgotten you, though we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God? Or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out, he who knows the secrets of the heart? It is for you we face death all day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. 
Awake, O Lord, why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, is now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you foretold that we would share in the persecutions that brought you to a violent death. The Church formed at the cost of your precious blood has even now conformed to your passion. May it be transformed now and eternally by the power of your resurrection. Arise, Lord, do not abandon us forever. Whoever meditates on the law of the Lord will bring, bring forth much fruit at, at harvest time. A reading from the book of Exodus. These are the names of the sons of Israel who, accompanied by their households, migrated with Jacob into Egypt. Reuben, Simeon, Levi and Judah, Issachar, Zebulun and Benjamin. Dan and Naphtali, Gad and Asher. The total number of the direct descendants of Jacob was 70. Joseph was already in Egypt. Now Joseph and all his brothers and that whole generation died. But the Israelites were fruitful and prolific. They became so numerous and strong that the land was filled with them. Then a new king, who knew nothing of Joseph, came to power in Egypt. He said to his subjects, Look, how numerous and powerful the Israelite people are growing, more so than we ourselves. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them to stop their increase. Otherwise, in time of war, they too may join our enemies to fight against us, and so leave our country. Accordingly, taskmasters were set over the Israelites to oppress them with forced labor. Thus they had to build for Pharaoh the supply cities of Pithom and Ramses. Yet the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. The Egyptians then dreaded the Israelites and reduced them to cruel slavery, making life bitter for them with hard work in mortar and brick and all kinds of fieldwork, the whole cruel fate of slaves. The king of Egypt told the Hebrew midwives, one of whom was called Shipra and the other Pua, When you act as midwives for the Hebrew women and see them giving birth, if it is a boy, kill him. But if it is a girl, she may live. The midways, however, feared God. 
they did not do as the king of Egypt had ordered them, but let the boys live. So the king summoned the midwives and asked them, Why have you acted thus, allowing the boys to live? The midwives answered Pharaoh, The Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women. They are robust and give birth before the midwife arrives. Therefore God dealt well with the midwives. The people, too, increased and grew strong. And because the midwives feared God, he built up families for them. Pharaoh then commanded all his subjects, Throw into the river every boy that is born to the Hebrews, but you may let all the girls live. The word of the Lord. Thanks 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 be to God. The Lord said to Abraham, Know this for certain, your children will be exiles in a land not their own, enslaved and oppressed for four hundred years. Then I will punish the nation that enslaved them. I am the Lord, your Savior and Redeemer. Then I will punish the nation that enslaved them. From a sermon by St. Leo the Great, Pope. Dear friends, at every moment the earth is full of the mercy of God, and nature itself is a lesson for all the faithful in the worship of God. The heavens, the sea, and all that is in them bear witness to the goodness and omnipotence of their Creator. And the marvelous beauty of the elements as they obey him demands from the intelligent creation a fitting expression of its gratitude. But with the return of that season marked out in a special way by the mystery of our redemption and of the days that lead up to the Paschal Feast, we are summoned more urgently to prepare ourselves by a purification of spirit. The special note of the Paschal Feast is this. The whole church rejoices in the forgiveness of sins. It rejoices in the forgiveness not only of those who are then reborn in holy baptism, but also of those who are already numbered among God's adopted children. Initially, men are made new by the rebirth of baptism, yet there is still required a daily renewal to repair the shortcomings of our mortal nature. And whatever degree of progress has been made, there is no one who should not be more advanced. All must therefore strive to ensure that on the day of redemption, no one may be found in the sins of his former life. Dear friends, what the Christian should be doing at all times should be done now with greater care and devotion so that the Lenten fast enjoined by the apostles may be fulfilled, not simply by the abstinence from food, but above all by the renunciation of sin. There is no more profitable practice as a companion to holy and spiritual fasting than that of almsgiving. This embraces, under the single name of mercy, many excellent works of devotion so that the good intentions of all the faithful may be of equal value, even where their means are not. The love 
that we owe both God and man is always free from any obstacle that would prevent us from having a good intention. The angel saying, Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. The person who shows love and compassion to those in any kind of affliction is blessed, not only with the virtue of goodwill, but also with the gift of peace. The works of mercy are innumerable. Their very variety brings this advantage to those who are true Christians, that in the manner in the matter of almsgiving, not only the rich and affluent, but also those of average means and the poor are able to play their part. Those who are unequal in their capacity to give can be equal in the love within their hearts. This time of fasting opens the gates of heaven to us. Let us welcome it and pray that That when when Easter comes, we may share the joy of the risen Lord. In all we do, let us show that we are the servants of God. That when Easter comes, we may share the joy of the risen Lord. Let us pray. Prompt our actions with your inspiration, we pray, O Lord, and further them with your constant help, that all we do may always begin from you and by you be brought to completion through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes. On the second day of Lent, this is Daybreak. It's Thursday, March 3rd, 2022, the day after Ash Wednesday. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells the disciples what this is all leading up to. From the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed, and on the third day be raised. If any man would come after me, Let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake, he will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. If we continue to follow Christ, we're going to encounter the cross every day. Now, most of the time it won't be a major problem, but it will still be a challenge that we have to meet. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. The daily cross. No day without its cross. Not a single day in which we are not to shoulder the cross of the Lord. No day during which we are not to accept his yoke. 
The way to our personal sanctification should daily lead us to the cross. This way is not a sorrowful one because Christ himself comes to our aid and in his company there is no room for sadness. I like to repeat with my soul filled with joy that there is not a single day without a cross. The cross. Our Lord's cross, which we have to carry each day, is certainly not the cross produced by our selfishness, our envy, our laziness. It is not to be found in the conflicts produced by our old man and our disordered love of self. That does not come from God. It does not sanctify. Occasionally, we will meet the cross in some great difficulty, in a serious and painful illness, in an economic disaster, in the death of a loved one. Do not forget that being with Jesus means we shall most certainly come upon his cross. When we abandon ourselves into God's hands, he frequently permits us to taste sorrow, loneliness, opposition, slander, defamation, and ridicule coming both from within and from without. This is because he wants to mold us into his own image and likeness. He even tolerates our being called lunatics and our being taken for fools. This is the time to love passive mortification, which comes hidden perhaps or barefaced and insolent when we least expect it. Our Lord will give us the strength we need to carry that cross with elegance, and he will fill us with unimaginable graces and fruits. We will understand that God conveys his benedictions in many ways and frequently blesses his friends by making them share in his cross and making them co-redeemers with him. However, we will normally find the cross each day in the sort of petty annoyances that may occur at work and which usually present themselves to us through people around us. It may be something unexpected, the difficult character of a person with whom we have to live. Plans, perhaps, that have to be changed at the last minute. Stubborn materials or instruments of work that fail us when we most need them. Discomfort may be caused by cold or heat or noise. Misunderstandings. A below-par seediness that impairs our efficiency on a particular day. We have to accept these daily pinpricks courageously, offering them to God in a spirit of reparation without complaint. These mortifications that crop up unexpectedly can help us, if we receive them well, to grow in the spirit of penance that we need so much, and to improve in the virtues of patience, of charity, of understanding, that is to say, in holiness. If we receive our setbacks with a bad spirit, it can cause us to rebel or to become impatient or discouraged. Many Christians have lost their joy at the end of the day, not because of big reverses, but because they have not known how to sanctify the tiredness caused by work or the little snags and minor frustrations which have arisen during the day. When we accept the cross, little or great, it produces peace and joy in the midst of pain and is laden with merits for eternal life. Not accepting the cross, the soul becomes thwarted or inwardly rebellious. This soon appears externally in the form of despondency and bad humor. To carry one's cross is something great. Great. It means facing up to life courageously without weakness or meanness. It means that we turn into moral energy those difficulties which will never be lacking in our existence. 
It means understanding human sorrow. And finally, it means knowing really how to love. The Christian who goes through life systematically avoiding sacrifice will not find God, will not find happiness. What he will have been taking care to avoid is his own sanctity. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 13 minutes before the hour. We pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. At daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. At daybreak, be merciful to me, O Lord. Lord, listen to my prayer. Turn your ear to my appeal. You are faithful. You are just. Give answer. Do not call your servant to judgment, for no one is just in your sight. The enemy pursues my soul. He has crushed my life to the ground. He has made me dwell in darkness like the dead, long forgotten. Therefore my spirit fails My heart is numb within me. I remember the days that are past. I ponder all your works. I muse on what your hand has wrought. And to you I stretch out my hands. Like a parched land, my soul thirsts for you. Lord, make haste and answer, for my spirit fails within me. Do not hide your face, lest I become like those in the grave. In the morning, let me know your love, for I put my trust in you. Make me know the way I should walk. To you I lift up my soul. Rescue me, Lord, from my enemies. I have fled to you for refuge. Teach me to do your will, for you, O Lord, are my God. Let your good spirit guide me in ways that are level and smooth. For your name's sake, Lord, save my life. In your justice, save my soul from distress. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, early in the morning of your resurrection, you made your love known and brought the first light of dawn to those who dwell in darkness. Your death has opened a path for us, Do not enter into judgment with your servants. Let your Holy Spirit guide us together into the land of justice. At daybreak, be Be merciful to me, O Lord. The Lord will make a river of peace 
flow through Jerusalem. The The Lord Lord will will make a river of peace flow through Jerusalem. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad because of her, all you who love her. Exalt, exalt with her, all you who were mourning over her. Oh, that you may suck fully on the milk of her comfort, that you may nurse with delight at her abundant breasts. For thus says the Lord, Lo, I will spread prosperity over her like a river, and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing torrent. As nurslings you shall be carried in her arms and fondled in her lap. As a mother comforts her son, so will I comfort you. In Jerusalem you shall find your comfort. When you see this, your heart shall rejoice and your bodies flourish like the grass. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. The Lord will make a river of peace flow through Jerusalem. Let us joyfully praise the Lord our God. Let us us joyfully praise the Lord our God. Praise the Lord, for He is good. Sing to our God, for He is loving. To Him our praise is due. The Lord builds up Jerusalem and brings back Israel's exiles. He heals the brokenhearted. He binds up all their wounds. He fixes the number of the stars. He calls each one by its name. Our Lord is great and almighty. His wisdom can never be measured. The Lord raises the lowly. He humbles the wicked to the dust. O sing to the Lord, give thanks, sing psalms to our God with the harp. He covers the heavens with clouds. He prepares the rain for the earth, making mountains sprout with grass and with plants to serve man's needs. He provides the beasts with their food and young ravens that call upon him. His delight is not in horses, nor his pleasure in warriors' strength. The Lord delights in those who revere Him, in those who wait for His love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God our Father, great builder of the heavenly Jerusalem, You know the number of the stars and call each of them by name. Heal hearts that are broken, gather together those who have been scattered, and enrich us all from the plenitude of your eternal wisdom. Let Let us us joyfully praise the Lord our God. A reading from 1 Kings. We are your people and your inheritance, O Lord. May your eyes be open to the petition of your servant and to the petition of your people Israel. Hear us whenever we call upon you, because you have set us apart among all the peoples of the earth for your inheritance. 
The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. From those who would trap me with lying words. And from the hunter's snare. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. God himself will set me free from the hunter's snare. If anyone wishes to be my disciple, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me, says the Lord. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. If anyone wishes to be my disciple, he must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me, says the Lord. God has revealed himself in Christ. Let us praise his goodness and ask him from our hearts. Remember Remember us, Lord, for we are your children. Teach us to enter more deeply into the mystery of the church. That it may be more effective for ourselves and for the world as the sacrament of salvation. Remember Remember us, Lord, for for we are are your children. Lover of mankind, Inspire us to work for human progress. Seeking to spread your kingdom in all we do. Remember Remember us, Lord, for we are your children. May our hearts thirst for Christ. The fountain of living water. Remember us, Lord, for we are your children. Forgive us our sins. And direct our steps into the ways of justice and sincerity. Remember us, Lord, for For we are are your children. And to these intercessions, we pause to add the prayer of our own hearts. Remember Remember us, Lord, for for we are your children. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who who art in in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. 
and, and forgive us our trespasses, as, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Prompt our actions with your inspiration, we pray, O Lord, and further them with your constant help, that all we do may always begin from you and by you be brought to completion. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air Next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.